friends welcome back to Soleil Deo Gloria I'm so glad you're here my name is Gracie if we haven't met yet you are now my friend thanks so much for listening um today I kind of just want to drift from talking about women in the bible because this devo packet that I am doing before my mission trip is so good and not just only for missions but it comes back to the basics of what we're called to do as Christians. And so if you're not a believer, um, I would really encourage you just to stay and listen because this is everything that Jesus has to offer to us on the other side of not only giving our life to him and receiving the greatest good that we could ever have, which is salvation and getting to spend eternity with Jesus after we die. But these are things on earth that he promises to us and he blesses us with and he gives us purpose and calling to. And reading through this pre-trip Devo has really instilled confidence in me for this trip that I'm leaving in for about like, I don't know, I don't know how many hours. I'm trying to do math right now. It's not working. I leave at 3 a.m. and it's 10.30 p.m. right now. (laughs) But I didn't want to record a podcast because when I'm out of the country, I can't like post about this podcast coming out. I'll have to wait till I come back home or give someone the password to my Instagram, which I'm fine doing. But that's just a lot for somebody else to do. Um, Anyways, so it was just interesting that I got this Devo packet and I was like, you know, I've been on two other mission trips before. I've been to the Dominican in 2018 and I fell in love with the country. So much so that after my senior year of high school, we went back to the Dominican and stayed on a resort for like our family trip. So I've seen the mountainous regions where there's a lot of homelessness and just kids that need to be taken care of and all that stuff and I've been on a resort so I've seen both sides of the Dominican two different parts of the country and now I'm going back to another part of the country to serve and I'm really excited about it but I've also been on a mission trip in Atlanta Georgia and that opened my eyes so much not even like during the trip but honestly afterward like to this day I'm like oh my gosh I'm in America and I can serve (laughs) like I don't need to go overseas and so I really want to put this podcast out though because I want to encourage those of you listening if you went to camp or maybe you didn't go to camp because you have a full-time job or you just don't have the opportunity to go to camp maybe you've never been on a mission trip before the work is here you are called now and I just want to challenge you guys and encourage you guys to do the work now come back to the basics of our purpose and the things that the lord has established within us to do the work which is obviously himself he's given us his holy spirit to live inside of us to do the work and so i'm gonna read like you know a couple of key thoughts and then scripture and kind of just expand on my thoughts about it that the lord's revealed himself um to me i mean this is not my opinion this is really the word of god and just read kind of these excerpts of these pre-trip devos that I've been doing because I really did I got them and I was like oh I've done this before blah 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 you know basics of like be confident the Lord's established you but like this was so good and I just want to charge everybody listening to this that no matter what age you are where you are in life what you've done the Lord has given you the purpose to be on mission with him and so the first key thought that i have is god's mission is to save people that come from every tribe tongue and nation and he will be successful in that mission 
And Revelation 5, 9 through 10 says, And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. And so I just think this first part is so cool in the fact that, like, God wants every part of us like he could just say that he wants every person but he goes into detail he wants every nation meaning right now ukraine and russia all the turmoil that's going on he wants russia as much as he wants ukraine and he wants every tribe every language every people he's just so detailed he wants every part of us and so because he has that desire to want us and to make us um, draw back to him, we are to give him praise because he's brought us to himself and given himself, we give him praise back. And so we strive to know God and to make him known. And at the OUBCM, their like three biggest things are know, love, and glorify. And that's something that I heard and I was like, you know, that's that's pretty basic. But now that I think about it, like, wow what a life to live we get to know god we get to love god and love others and we get to glorify him with everything we do every breath every thought that we have like you are that important to god you are so important to him that he wants to use you to bring himself glory the god of the universe is like yeah you the one that is in the addiction and the depression in all of the sin that you've done I don't care if you come to me and you repent I will blot out all your sin because of my blood I gave myself my one and only son on the cross for you and then I want to use you to go and glorify me like isn't that insane Jesus is like I don't care what people say about you they may bring up your past but I don't care because I want every tribe every nation every tongue every heart every mind I want it and I want to use it to make a kingdom that glorifies me and so we're called to bring glory to God's name and recently I've learned how selfish I am with the word of God Grace Mercer we have a Monday night Bible study for high school girls and so if you're a high school girl listening you can come it's at Arbor Gardens Park um kind of technically in more but close to Norman it's super fun super cool just show up. Just come. Bring a blanket. Bring your Bible. It's super awesome. But basically, she gave this big talk about how when we approach scripture, we shouldn't approach it and be like, God, please help me with my problem. Like when we read scripture, it's about God. Like you go to learn more about God. Obviously, when we read verses like she's the example of Psalm 139, 13 through 14, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, We are able to establish that identity as fearfully and wonderfully made because the Lord is perfect. And because God is perfect, he cannot make mistakes. Therefore, I am not a mistake. So you see, like, it's not about us. It's about God first and his character first. And so we give him glory because of who he is. So it's all about him. It's not me. When I open the Bible, I shouldn't expect anything of myself, but expect to know God better. And she gave this quote from this book called Women of the Word. You can find it on Amazon. It's super cool based off what Grace is saying. I'm probably going to buy it. And she said this quote, the heart cannot love what the mind does not know. So you have to know God 
before you can love him. It's like any friendship that you have. I can't just, you know, find some random guy off the street and be like, let's get married. I love you. Like, no. Yes, I can have love for that person and be like, wow, you're God's creation. So I love you. Like how I tell you guys after every podcast, I love you. It's because you are so loved by God and I want to give you that love, but it's, I, I can't love you with like an intimacy or like a romantic kind of a love until I know you. And so I have to know God. I have to know his word so I can grow in love for him and then be able to glorify him because of the love that I have for him. So my prayer on this mission trip is just to know God better, not even to like, I want to go serve. I want this many people to get saved. No, like I want to go to a different country, be in a different place, but experience the same God and take the life change that happens in the Dominican and bring it back to Oklahoma because Oklahoma needs it just as bad as the Dominican does. And so this trip isn't about me at all, but for God's glorification and being able to see him and know him better and know his character more even though i'm going to encounter people that are of a different nation of a different tribe of a different language because they don't speak very much english i mean they do but i mean i'm probably gonna have a translator with me most of the time um the second key thought is the authority that jesus has is the authority that sends us out so matthew 28 18 through 20 is known as the great commission And it says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And something that I wrote underneath that is promise keeper. And I just put a period after that. Because it's true. He is always with us. It is so cool that our why to go to the nations, why do we spread the name of Jesus? Obviously, to take part in God's story and to bring praise to the name of Jesus. But what gives us the ability to do that is the way that Jesus keeps his promise to always be with us. And the cool thing is like the detail in scripture. Jesus said this before the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost, meaning basically these kind of like big words that you some of you may not know like holy spirit and pentecost so jesus is saying the these words as like his last kind of teach i would say like teaching or just honestly spoken words as the son of god on earth to his disciples and he's ascending into heaven and when he goes to heaven he's gonna allow the holy spirit which is again himself but in spirit that's instilled within us at pentecost which is a biblical i guess event or just moment that happened in the book of Acts and the Holy Spirit fell on the disciples and there's just a lot of things that happen like spiritual gifts and we can go into all that detail (laughs) but basically it's just really cool that Jesus says this before there even is the Holy Spirit the second thing that I really liked about this part of the scripture is I kept I kept circling the words all like all authority all nations all that I have commanded you And behold, I'm with you always. Like with Jesus, it's the whole thing. You don't just get parts of Jesus's heart. You don't get parts of his authority. You have the whole thing because you have Christ instilled in you. Obviously, God is always going to be greater than us. But you can still have the same how Jesus was able to resurrect from death. We also have that same authority because we, when we die, our mortal, obviously like physical bodies are going to like decompose and pass away but we're going to be our souls with him forever 
so we get that same authority and the evil one cannot come against us and we're going to talk about that also but this authority that we have the just promise keeper of Jesus like being able to read that after hearing Grace Mercer talk about you know like we go to scripture it's about seeking the character of God first and reading that with that lens on I can look at that and be like wow God you are so good and you are so faithful and you are such a promise keeper like you have promised me these things you have told me what to do you've given me all the commandments all the commandments I know what to do not only the 10 commandments but also like You've given me all the answers in your word and the things that I don't know about are not for me to know about because your knowledge is too high for me. It is too great. It is supposed to be higher than me. It's supposed to be greater than me because if it was as good as me or I could know those things, I wouldn't need you. But God, I do need you. So you're going to be greater than me. There's things that I can't understand. And Jesus calls us not only because Jesus has authority, but because he promises to be right here with us through it all to the very end. He always has a plan and he planned to send his Holy Spirit to us to be with us. That's why he made that promise. He wouldn't have made that promise unless he could have kept it. He promised that, sent his Holy Spirit, boom, promise kept. He's proved himself faithful in that act. Jesus doesn't call us on mission to abandon us. We go out in the name and power of the one who has all authority. And he even gives us his spirit to accomplish his great and mighty purposes. And so if we go in the authority of the king, then who can stand against us? Hebrews 12, 6 says, So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper, I will not fear. What can man do to me? And so kind of my reflections offer, like after this devotion, just kind of praying and like being in the zone, I wrote, I'm not going on this trip alone. Like, yeah, my dad's going with me. I have a team going with me. I'm going with Victory Family Church, but I am not alone. God is with me. This trip and everything that will happen are all in his plan. And I get to live out scripture because of the Holy Spirit. I get to live out this great commission, this promise. I get to live out live out this promise of Jesus always being with me no matter where I go, while I make disciples, while I'm preaching the gospel. And I can do that not only in the Dominican, but every single day that I wake up and go to my job. My coworkers, I work at a daycare, so the kids I encounter, like the parents I encounter when they're picking up their kids, I get to show the love of Christ. I get to be an ambassador, an image bearer, and I get to have the call of God on my life, and it will not fail or pass away. That's how important you are to Christ. You are so important that he wants you to do his kingdom work with his authority. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that beautiful? Like, you can literally sit here listening to this and be like, I have the call of God on my life. I have the call of God on my life. And something that I listened to was Fire and Fragrance podcast. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about what it is. You can look it up on Spotify. But there's this one with Shannon Castile. And let me tell you, she's a fired up lady for the word, a fired up lady for Jesus. So at first I listened to it and was like, whoa, this lady is crazy. Because she always was just reiterating, I have the call of God in my life. I have the call of God in my life. And I was like, yes, I get it. I understand. But then after I took some time away from the podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I have the call of God on my life. Like it hit me and I was like, whoa, wait a second. Like, why am I sitting here? I need to get up and do something about this. And so when we read Matthew 28, 18 through 20, we can read it knowing, okay, God is a promise keeper. Jesus kept his promise and he gave us his spirit. So he's always with us. Number two, my life has purpose and meaning and I've been given the call of God on my life and it will never fail or pass away. The third key thought is God made a promise through 
Abraham that the blessing given to him would one day spread to all nations. So we're going to take it back to Genesis because that's the beginning. That's the first book of the Bible. Genesis 12, 1 through 3 says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And so... There's this Latin word, I may mispronounce it, but it's called Missio Dei, which I really wanted to include this because the name of the podcast is Soli Deo Gloria, which means only for the glory of God. So when I read this, I was like, oh, awesome, more Latin words and, you know, all the fun things. But Missio Dei um, basically means like mission of God. And God is going to bless Abram and his family in order to bring a blessing to the rest of the world. And I wrote next to it, we are vessels, like Abram was used as a vessel to be a blessing because he was blessed by God. And so I can sit here blessing you guys with this podcast. And I only do this podcast because of the overflow of blessing that I have received from God. And the true blessing comes from the Messiah, Jesus Christ, who will one day be born from Abraham's family line. So I can only have been blessed by Jesus if there was Abraham. Does that make sense? It's not that Abraham is in control of all of this and he made this happen. It, he just followed God and was a part of God's plan and a part, got to take part in God's story. Like I said before, we get to take part in God's story. This was how Abraham did. Abram, same person, just name change. Not going to go into that because that can be a whole nother lesson about identity and your name and Peter, the rock. Like I could just include a lot of different things into that. But because Abram was a vessel, he had his name changed to Abraham, and from that family line came Jesus, and from Jesus came his death, resurrection, causing me, or giving me, not causing, but giving me salvation. And once I'm saved, Jesus gave the Great Commission. I get to have purpose. I get to have the call of God on my life. And as he ascended into heaven and Pentecost came, the Holy Spirit fell. I get to have the Holy Spirit who is living an act of God inside of me. And that all happened because Abraham was a vessel of blessing and he got to bless others by having the lineage of Jesus. But Abraham had a choice. He had a choice to go out of his comfort zone. He had to go from his country. He had to go from his father's house. He had to go from his kindred. Like, it I literally circled the word go like that was the first thing that the Lord said to Abram go from your country leave take action go flee do what I say and from obedience and from saying yes to Jesus he submitted to the will of God took part in God's story and Jesus came from his lineage like it's not so cool but the coolest thing about all of that is Abraham didn't get to see that. Like, he is not alive today seeing the missionaries go out. And the fact that, guys, oh my gosh, kind of sidebar, Jesus is coming back so soon. Like, I'm not one of those people that are going to give you a day and a time. Like, I don't believe that's scriptural at all. But, because obviously scripture says, well, not obviously, because some of you may not know. Anyways, I get really excited talking about this, so I'm getting distracted. But basically, so many things of prophecy are coming to pass. And if you are someone that actually not someone if you're a christian i highly recommend you find good pastors 
pastors that come from scripture, you know, use scripture and just look into prophecy because we are living in a day and age where this message is actually so important, like so, so, so important because Jesus is coming back so soon and I'm so excited. Every day is a day closer to seeing Jesus. We have had so you can go on Joshua Project um, online and see how many unreached people groups there are, which means there's like no gospel, no pastors. Um, there's a certain amount of like languages that still need the Bible translated into them. But guys, we are so close than we've ever been. And I know you can say that like anytime, any day, anywhere. But in the last like 10 years, there have been 3,000 unreached people groups that have been reached. I think there's only like a hundred and. I actually, I don't want to say a number because I don't want to mess it up. But guys, we are so close. Please look it up. Ah, oh, dang it. I should have looked that up before starting this. Anyways, I'm getting really sidetracked. Um, basically, let's go back to this. So Abraham had a choice to get out of his comfort zone and he did. And from that, Jesus got to come through his lineage. And here we are today. You know, here I am getting to go on a mission trip because Abraham made a choice and now God is calling me out of my comfort zone. And now it's up to me to respond. How am I going to respond? He calls us to join with him on the mission that is much greater than ourselves. And so after I reflected on this, I wrote kind of like in this little paragraph, I have a purpose not only to spread the name of Jesus, but to bless others. God's plan for me as a Christian is to accept a blessing from him so I then can go out and bless others, whether it's in my neighborhood or across the world. I am blessed to be a blessing. You never know how God is going to use you. Abram to Abraham. He never got to see Jesus. He never got to see all of these things happening in our world today. But yet his life blessed everyone. And I wrote everyone in all caps because it's true. Like that's how we're here today. Father Abraham had many sons. We know the song, church kids. <laughs> Come on now. Um, anyways, it's just so cool that like we're reading about all of this and now we're in like a generation that um, is so lost yet so close to seeing the come of Jesus. It just makes me so pumped up and like we get to be a part of that. We get to spread the gospel and reach those unreached people groups and Jesus comes back and it's so great. Well, for the Christians, it's great. <laughs> it's like just wow, like we get to be a part of that. But Abraham never got to see that and he was still say yes to Jesus and still be obedient. The next key thought is as God blesses us. So we take this blessing, like we said, and become a blessing. But as God blesses us, it is for the purpose of his great name being known to the world. One day the nations will be glad and shout for joy because they see the goodness of God. Like I was saying, Jesus is going to come back and he's going to be able to have his reign forever on a new earth, a new heaven Lots of things we can go into about Revelation, but Psalm 67, it says, May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us, that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. Let all the ends of the earth fear him. And I wrote on the side, God, dot, like, and then wrote like a colon. I was going to say dot, dot, but it's called colon. <laughs> God, colon, he blesses, shines, saves, is powerful, guides, is gracious, and judges fairly. 
and I put we colon praise sing be glad fear him and I was looking at that and I was like oh my gosh God does so much for us and we do so little like (laughs) he saves us and we just praise like (laughs) what that's just so crazy and like he is glad to do it he graciously does it he loves to do that for us and so I underlined this little part of the Devo that says most people desire and seek after blessings from God without stopping to think about why God chooses to pour out his blessings on them. And I think that's so, it's so, 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 so good. Um, And then it kind of goes into a part about like how we read Psalm 67, like the first verse about like, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us. You know, like I've had that read over me before leaving church or like a college ministry you know, thing. And that's not horrible, but it also establishes a cause and effect relationship, you know, like you're crying out for a blessing from God so that God's name and salvation will go out to the ends of the earth. But when we read the entire Psalm, we can't escape the thought of God's blessing doesn't stop with the one who receives it. I hope that makes sense. Like, that's great that we're crying out for the blessing of God on a congregation, but you don't just like keep that and keep it to yourself. Like God's blessing does not just stop with me receiving that first verse and being like, oh wow, I feel better about myself because God's gracious and like I'm pleading for the mercy of God. But like we receive that blessing and it's ultimately meant to spread and it drives us to spread the good news because we've been shown grace. We are supposed to show grace to others and lead others to the grace of God. Does that make sense? I hope it does because I'm going to move on because I still have a lot more to say and it's only 25 minutes. Um, (laughs) But we receive those blessings and we give them away. And I think that's so important too because I've read that first verse and then I read about how like it's a cause and effect relationship here. And I was like, wait a second, what? And then it was like, you don't just read that first verse and accept that blessing and call it a day. Like, you receiving that blessing should cause you to go and bless others. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. That's so simple, but like, I'm so selfish. (laughs) And it just like really humbled me. And the fact that I even have breath in my lungs is a gift from God. Like I just needed that moment of humility. Like, whoa, this is not about me at all. Like the fact that I'm even breathing right now is so that I may receive Christ and then go tell others about what I've received from Christ and lead them to Christ and experience God and his work and allow others to experience God and his work through me. You know, that's just like, whoa. And I know that some of you know that I'm obsessed with Joe L. Barnes. Like, oh my gosh, he's a straight mog. And like, if you know what that means, it means man of God. And I just love that man. And there's one song called a million little miracles and i just love that song because it's so true like we think of miracles in the bible and we're like wow why don't i see that today and it's like you speaking about wanting to see the miracles of god like that breath you're using is a miracle from god the fact that you're alive right now is a miracle from god the word that you're reading the fact that you get to read your bible freely in america if you're listening to this in america and if you're not um i don't know what the depending on where you're from, it obviously depends. But like in America, I can just open my Bible in a coffee shop and have a cute little Bible study thing and post it on Instagram, call it a day, where some countries people cannot even say the name of Jesus or they're arrested or beaten or killed, like in the middle of the streets. 
And that's just like, it's a miracle from God that I'm even alive. And so like one of the lines says, I think it over and it doesn't add up. I know it comes from above. I've got miracles on miracles, a million little miracles. And it's just talking about how like, it's nothing short of a miracle that I'm here. And it just, Joel Barnes goes off about like, I've got breath in my lungs. I can't even count them all. Like being like, wow, looking around everything from on this earth that I'm able to see, the eyes that I'm able to see with are a miracle from God. Like you are so special. You are a miracle from God. The breath in your lungs is a miracle from God. Like you have the call of God in your life and you're able to be blessed and go bless others. And so I wrote here on my reflection, like God does so much more for us than we will ever be able to do for him. So it's so important that we know the word fully and do not take it out of context. Reading Psalm 67 in full shows us relationship with God and the entirety of his blessing on us. And it doesn't stop. We give because God gives to us. And so kind of just wrapping it up here, these last few key thoughts. Um, I have two more. This one says, God draws the nations to himself. God's chosen servant would be a light to the nation of Israel. But much more than that, he will be a light to the Gentiles so that God's salvation will reach to the ends of the earth. 1 Kings 8, 41 through 43 says, Likewise, when a foreigner who is not of your people, Israel, comes from a far country for your name's sake, for they shall hear of your great name and your mighty hand and of your outstretched arm, when he comes and prays toward this house, here in heaven your dwelling place, and do according to all for which the foreigner calls to you, in order that all peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you, as do your people Israel, and that they may know that this house that I have built is called by your name. I, wow, like praise and blessing is not just the end goal of God's mission and first Kings 8 like the chapter that we just read from this is Solomon and he's praying at the dedication of the temple of God that has finally been completed and in the midst of his prayer he does something just so intentional he intentionally points out that the temple is not just for Israel but to draw in foreigners what they call foreigners or like just people from all over the world and a temple back in like biblical times is the crown jewel like jewel of the Israelites and its ultimate purpose was to bring glory to their to their God like known as their God and what they worship not to themselves but the desire that Solomon had was that when the nations heard of God and the greatness of God, they would come and worship him at his temple. And he just so desires that. And that's how I want to be. Like, I want to have that desire. I, I want to call up to God in my own quiet time or in the middle of church. Like, it doesn't matter where I am. I want that desire to be like, no, I want you to hear about God and draw into him. Like, see God in me. I don't want you to see me. And It's just about him alone. And so if you have trusted in the name of Jesus, be grateful for the salvation in which you now live because there are people that don't know the name of Jesus and have not been saved. There are people that don't get to know these things like that they've been saved and they have eternity with Jesus, that they are blessed so that they can bless others, that they have purpose in their life to go and spread the name of Jesus because Jesus is perfect and he's a promise keeper and he gave us his Holy Spirit. When he said he would be with us always, he meant it. 
because he gave us his Holy Spirit, he proves himself over and over again. And today, like, I'm praying right now. And you're, like, I want you to pray that you would reflect the light of Christ to all those you encounter, that you would have all boldness to lead others to him. Because you're his image bearer. Like, you were created in his image, formed by the hand of God on you. You are literally formed by the hand of God. Isn't that so cool? You have the call of God on your life. You are blessed by God. You are filled with God. You have the hand of God on you. Like you're so special and you're so valued and God wants to use you. He wants you to be his vessel. Make a choice to get out of your comfort zone and go spread the name of Jesus. Our job is not to attract people to ourselves, but to Christ. Our life points back to his. And so I wrote here, like my desire should be that the nations would hear about Jesus and choose to worship him. I have the call of God on my life image bearer the aroma of Christ I want people to be drawn to God and not me because I will fail them and he is better and he will never fail he's the promise keeper and he proved himself and so the last key thought that I have is Jesus's final prayer before the cross was for his followers to be united as one and for the father to send them into the world as he was sent into the world and so this is the mission of God in Jesus like being able to see the call of God and the mission of God worked out in Jesus's life and I think this is really cool way to end because it's like here's all the things that God does in you alone and with all that power knowing all this information and just you think of all your Christian friends around you that you can band together and start a bible study you can band together and disciple others you can band together and go on mission trips go to summer camps go to your door-to-door in your neighborhood like it's as simple as that starting a blog start a podcast start that Instagram account like so many people kind of just a sidebar dm me sorry to call out like I'm not calling out one person but kind of sort of because someone dm me and was like I want to start something because I was listening to your podcast and like I want to start something but I don't want to take away like your idea and I was like girl you are not taking away my idea at all it's not even my idea so many people start podcasts and any way that the word can get out I want it to get out that's my desire and I'm not like I literally told this person to if you start a podcast I will gladly hit that notification button and be listening all the time because I also need to be encouraged like I'm encouraging you guys and you may think, wow, like she's so on fire. She's got it all together. I've had to have so many refining moments, so many humbling moments, so many times that I've just had to be honest with myself. Like my quiet time was not good. I did it for show. I did it to check a box. Like it's just not good. And I've had many moments crying on the floor being like, God, I'm so anxious about my future. And I've had Malou, she, if you guys know her, you love her, but Malou literally having to like get on the floor with me and pray over me, like that I'm secured in Christ. Like, isn't that crazy that someone I can like sit here and tell you, you have the call of God in your life and tell you all these things, but still struggle with the fact of like, I don't know if my future's secured. Like, I get anxious about that. Like, I'm human. Like, just because you hear my voice and you're hearing my passion behind it doesn't mean that I'm perfect. And kind of just like, This part of John, I remember Jesse sending me this scripture and being like, whoa, why have I, I've read John so many times. I love the book of John, but I've never realized like Jesus is praying for us. Like he is worried about us. He is concerned for our well-being and concerned of our spiritual lives. John 17, 15 through 21 says, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. 
as you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified in truth. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me, through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are, yeah, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. And this just like blew my mind because Jesus is the son of God. He is God. And he says us, meaning like there's a difference between God the father and then, you know, Jesus being God's son, which that's a whole nother thing that we can get into. (laughs) But to keep it simple, like Jesus resorts to prayer when he's concerned for us. And that's what we need to do. Like we need to be in prayer for other believers too and band together and say yes to Jesus and run after him together. Like we're not in this alone. We have to talk to God. We have to be in communication with him. Be open to what he has to say about us and be concerned for other people. Be concerned for the spiritual protection of others. Like pray that the enemy would stay away. Pray that the Lord would protect and keep people that you minister to. Like, that's something that I've really been praying is like, Lord, every person that I encounter, keep their heart just pure. Keep their heart hungry. Keep their heart just yearning for your love, yearning for your grace, yearning for the word of God that can satisfy their hunger and their thirst. And just become their everything, Lord. Like, just be their answer to everything that's just kind of my cry and like at the end of it I'm always like and Lord protect that hunger protect it from the evil don't let the evil one strip them from desire don't let the evil one satisfy them with things of the world like I'm just calling on the Lord for renewal in the Dominican and for life change in the Dominican and then protection as well not out of fear but also just knowing that we do have an enemy out there and so that's why we're called to work together to be in prayer because prayer is the most powerful thing I mean Jesus is the son of God he wouldn't pray unless it was important right like (laughs) I don't think Jesus would pray unless you know he knew that that was the answer um and so that's sometimes just all we need to do is just pray pray that you can be sent into the world no matter what that looks like and he calls us to be a part of the most amazing mission that has ever been accomplished but the question is will you say yes pray today for god to give you strength to say yes to his call no matter what it is he calls to you whether it's a camp whether it's a person to disciple, a group to disciple. Maybe you need to start being discipled by somebody because you don't really understand what it's like to truly follow Jesus or truly leave for Jesus. And so in my reflections, just to share my heart with you guys, like to show you where I'm at, I just took like song lyrics. Like these things just immediately popped into my head after reading this. I said, it's my joy to lose my life and find it in Jesus Christ because there's no true life outside of him. There is nothing in this world that can satisfy you besides Jesus and his mission that he is calling you to. Pray today to have the strength and the desire to go after him and to consistently stay after him. When you call me, I'll come running. I wrote that because it was like this picture of the prodigal son whenever he came home, like the father was running. The son was welcomed with open arms. Like if you've been a Christian and you're hearing this and you're like, but Gracie, I have known this and I haven't done anything about it. Like there's nothing that I can do now. I don't care how old you are. 
The Father is running to you with open arms to bring you home and to celebrate you. And he's also given you a mission. He has given you a mission to go out and make disciples. There's no conditions with it like, oh, after you're this age, you can't do this anymore. He says, go, go make disciples. He doesn't say across the seas. He doesn't say in your neighborhood. He doesn't specify. That's up to you and the Lord and what the Lord gives to you. It's up to you to say yes, just to kind of like expand that. Because obviously it's not up to you (laughs) about like, your plan and stuff and what the Lord's calling you to. It's up to the Lord, but it's up to you to pray and to figure that out and to talk to Jesus about it. And I wrote at the very end, like just kind of as a prayer to the Lord, like I love you with my yes and my obedience. That's how I'm going to love the Lord this week I'm in the Dominican. I'm going to say yes when people ask me to lead VBS, to wash dishes, to get up early, to do a sunrise Bible study. I will say yes And I will love the Lord with my obedience and obeying him and going to the Dominican and being happy with whatever I do there. And then also obeying him by not just leaving it in the Dominican, but coming home and continuing with the podcast, continuing to disciple girls on Monday nights and Bible study and continue to be discipled and continue to learn and to say yes with my obedience. And so I know that that's kind of a lot and it can be a lot to take in. It can sound like a lot of pressure, but there's no pressure. There's no pressure at all. The Lord just wants to use you and he just wants you to say yes. And he just wants you to have the courage. And the only way that you can have the courage and the strength to do that is through prayer and being in the word. That's all that I can tell you. Like there's not some secret ingredient, five steps to happiness and courage. Like I don't have any of that for you besides get in the word, get in prayer. Stop filling your mind with this trash rap music and stop filling your mind with I don't know, just social media. Maybe you just need to cut out social media. Maybe it's because you're comparing yourself to other people. Cut out social media. Just be done with it. And if you are like, well, I just, I talk to a lot of people on there. Guess what? You can get rid of the Instagram app and still look it up on Safari. And if somebody needs you that bad and you feel like they do, give them your number. Like they will find you somehow in some way on social media. All of our friends are connected. If they really wanted to talk to you, they would reach out to your best friend that they see all over your feed and ask them to connect to you. I'm just saying, like if somebody really wanted to talk to you, they would find a way. Um, so just cut out social media. Like what kind of music are you listening to? What kind of shows are you watching? What kind of friends are you getting advice from and going to whenever things get rough? Like, what kind of food are you eating? Like, are you just eating junk food? Like, you know, talking about how God cares for your physical and mental well-being. We are designed to be temples and we are designed to take care of our bodies and the Holy Spirit living with us. And we are made like by God's hand and he designed us to live a certain way. So we can't just eat sugar all the time. Like, watch what you're eating and how much sleep are you getting? Like, are you getting enough sleep? Are you not? There's just a lot of things that we naturally can do and there's so much more that God can do supernaturally. But let's start with the natural. Start with the things that you can control and fix those things and then just pray and be in the word at the same time while doing the things in the natural. And I promise you, you're going to feel so much better. But obviously, I do understand there are things like disorders and this whole talk that I'm kind of spewing right now, you can listen to and God cares for your physical and mental well-being. And I just want to say that I am so excited for this trip, but I'm excited because I'm going to see God in a different country, but it's the same God that I see here in Oklahoma. 
and yeah that's all i really have for tonight i'm sorry this is so long but i'm so glad you guys are here and listening you have the call of god in your life and if you haven't accepted jesus there's just so much more so much adventure with the lord and so much that he gives to us from himself and it is so beautiful it's so gracious he's so kind he's so cool again like always please reach out to me if you have questions if you need somebody to walk with you if you're thinking yeah i don't have those friends cut those friends out get out of those friend groups come be friends with me i will introduce you to my friends they would love to be friends with you as well everybody that i've interviewed on the podcast here go back and listen to their stories see if you connect with somebody and reach out to them they all have left their info on there please reach out and i'm gonna stop rambling i love you guys so much have an amazing week bye